Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, now you can have a, a, a hole-shaped treat to fill the hole in your heart. Uh. Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. Hey, Shannon. Hey, Dusty. What's up? Um, not too much. I had a pretty great weekend. I mentioned this a couple weeks ago that we qualified for a uh, world championship pool tournament in Vegas. So and that, by we, you mean you and your team members because I'm not on the team. That is right. You are not good at pool. <laughs> um, you could have just said I'm not on the team. Oh, okay. I don't know why you had to talk about my Well, pool the league skills. has room for all skill levels. You could play if you wanted to. You're just mm. also very much not interested. That's the key. Yeah. <laughs> not interested and also very bad. Both are... But you might be interested if you weren't so terrible at it, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But maybe. we'll never know. We'll never know. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so we got to do that this last weekend. And we got to be in Vegas for uh, this pool tournament. What'd you do, Shannon? Well, I mostly thought to myself, it's so great that I'm not just watching Dusty play pool for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> yeah, you would have hated it, definitely. <laughs> but no, I just, I had fun with friends and visited with people and it was a great weekend. We don't have any new reviews, but you um, can review us anytime on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. It really does help the podcast a bunch. You can always get in touch with us on Twitter. I'm at Shannon Ray Green. And I'm at Dusty Terrell. We did get a tweet from Morgan Hines at Morgan M. Hines. The main reason she tweeted us, though, is because we covered one of the stories she wrote last week. So it's nice that we got someone who contributes at USA Today excited about us reading their story. Mm-hmm. I'm sure all the other people whose stories we read are also excited. They just don't always tweet about it. Thanks, Morgan. You're the best. And thanks for writing such a great story for us to be able to include into our podcast. Yeah. We feel that way about so many of the reporters' stories that we share, and we're grateful to all of them. And Morgan, thank you so much for taking it a step further and tweeting it out. You can also email us. We're at I tell my husband the news at usatoday.com. Krispy Kreme is rolling out Reese's filled donuts. Oh gosh. Don't they look so good? That looks delicious. <laughs> That's like my favorite thing. Whenever I go to any sort of donut shop, I say, I don't know, something with peanut butter and chocolate, please. Just <laughs> make it happen. It doesn't even have to be a donut shop, just anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like if they've got they got peanut butter and chocolate sort of combination thing, that's my go to. 
you know what? If you throw a little caramel in there too, <laughs> you got a happy dusty on your hand. <laughs> it's pretty indulgent, but I like it. I'm that same way with hazelnut. Hazelnut anything, I'm in. Hazelnut and uh, peanuts are taste adjacent, I would say, at mm, least. Yeah. And you like Nutella, which is basically hazelnut and chocolate. Yes. So good. This was written by my colleague, Brett Molina. He writes, if you're a big fan of Reese's Candy, you might want to visit a local Krispy Kreme this week. Last Monday, the donut maker announced a collaboration with Reese's, makers of the popular peanut butter cups, on two treats available for a limited time. The Reese's original filled chocolate lover's donut is a chocolate glazed donut filled with Reese's peanut butter cream. That's according to Krispy Kreme. The company said it is dipped in chocolate fudge icing and adds peanut butter icing drizzle. A peanut butter lover's version of the donut is basically the opposite, filled with chocolate peanut butter cream and dipped in Reese's peanut butter icing. The donuts are available individually or by the dozen. The chain is also offering them in a two-pack box similar to Reese's packaging for its peanut butter cups. Krispy Kreme tweeted, more donuts, more chocolate, and more peanut butter. You want some more? Reese's Lovers Original Filled Donuts are available now. Both those options sound just wonderful. I guess I'll bring my own caramel, though, to Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I don't even know where any Krispy Kremes are located. I don't think there's any <laughs> any near us. Oh, no. I'm more of a, a Duncan man myself. Maybe Duncan will have to come out with some competition. You think the company wants to... Up its game a little bit. Yeah, more peanut butter. That's what I say. Mm -hmm. This sounds like one of the best mashups since Taco Bell and Doritos got together. <laughs> I've never seen you eat a Dorito Loco taco. I tried it once. It was fine. <laughs> I bet these donuts are probably fine as well. <laughs> You're going to run out and try them, though? Like I said, I don't even know where yeah. the Krispy Kreme is. I I don't. I didn't even think they really existed anymore. I thought they just had like stands inside a Wawa's or something. <laughs> no. Or gas stations. We had Krispy Kremes in the newsroom a little while ago, but we did not have the special kind. These mm. new special donuts. But the still, where did chocolate those chocolate lovers donut? Where did those Krispy Kremes from your newsroom come from? Probably a Krispy Kreme somewhere. I mean. Definitely a Krispy Kreme somewhere. I just don't know that there are many that many storefronts anymore. I think they're in other things, I guess is what I'm saying. Like yeah. gas stations and apparently your newsroom. Yeah. Yeah, there's always food stories that we, you and I could talk about on this podcast, but I try to keep it to stuff that you're excited about. And when I saw that chocolate and peanut butter in a donut existed it's just like dusty's been looking for this when he goes to duck donuts and tries to get the customizable donut he's always trying to do the peanut butter chocolate pairing but they don't have the filling you know and it's, it's just sad it's definitely been a hole in my life this far. <laughs> well now it, you can have a a, a hole shaped treat to fill the hole in your heart uh, <laughs> it's nice that you know me so well they say uh, a way to a man's heart is through his stomach shannon and I'm here for That's it. That's how you got there, I think. <laughs> Dear Apple and Samsung, $1,000 is way too much for a smartphone, consumers say. This was written by my colleague Jefferson Graham, and I think this is another story to delight you because I think you agree. 
Oh, I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> it's way too much. It's too much, right? I'm not going to do it. You can't make me. But it could just keep rising higher and higher, this price. At this rate, I would just no longer have a cell phone on. <laughs> the only people I need to talk to is you anyway. So. <laughs> this was written by my colleague Jefferson Graham. He has a podcast for USA Today that's daily called Talking Tech. We highly recommend it. So check it out. He writes, for Bill Wilson, it's simple. He won't pay $1,000 for a smartphone, period. The radio production manager from Gainesville, Georgia, said, quote, I'll be hanging on to my iPhone 6 Plus until grim death, unquote. He said that one grand, quote, is just too much money for what you get, unquote. Wilson is an ample company. This week's earning reports for Apple and Samsung both showed a clear trend, consumer resistance to the ever-growing high prices of premium smartphones. The iPhone line now starts at $449 versus $350 in 2018 and topped at $1,100 while Samsung's premium Galaxy phones are near the $1,000 mark as well. A new model, the Fold, will break all pricing records when it's released in September at close to $2,000. In quarterly earnings announced this week, Apple's iPhone revenue declined 12% to $26 billion from $29 billion in the year-ago quarter, while Samsung blamed weak sales momentum for the Galaxy S10. Angelo Zeno, an analyst with CFRA Research, says Apple iPhone sales will tumble 15% in the current fiscal year. Last Wednesday, Samsung unveiled its latest smartphone, a new edition of the Note, which currently sells for between $799 and $999. So good luck with that, Samsung. Apple got additional bad news this week when President Donald Trump announced new tariffs on China imports that would include the iPhone, since it's assembled in China, with mostly Chinese parts. This would add $75 to $100 to the price of an iPhone. That's what Daniel Ives, an analyst with Wedbush Securities, predicted. Ouch. So why have premium smartphones stumbled? Consider a variety of factors. $1,000 is a massive stop sign. The new features introduced over the last few years haven't been game-changing. Consumers really don't care about facial recognition, augmented reality, faster processor, enough to pony up the big bucks. The older phones work great and don't fall apart. Sure, the batteries deteriorate, but you can get a new one for under $50 to $70. And if you crack a screen, which is likely, the cost is $150 to $200 for an older iPhone or Galaxy. So if you have, say, an older iPhone 7 and you replace those items, you're looking at around $200 or so to upgrade. That's a lot less than $1,000 for a new phone. We like the new and improved cameras, but for the majority of the world, selfies and food shots taken on an iPhone 6 won't look that much different from those snapped on an iPhone XS. The software update tools Apple releases every year make the cameras and photo management in general better, and the update is free. Apple is expected to release the latest update, iOS 13, in September. So Wilson might have a problem when the iOS 13 update is released, as it will only work with phones from the 6S, first introduced in 2015 and up. Sure, the 6 Plus phone will still function, but it won't get software updates or the new features Apple will be introducing for iPhone users, like dark mode, an all-new look to maps, and improved photo management. Apple hopes Wilson will be so inspired by the new features he'll run out and buy a new edition iPhone. Apple is expected to release three new models in September, all at the same price points as the 2018 editions, $749, $999, and $1,099, according to analysts. The best deals, however, are for used, or as Amazon now calls the category, renewed, editions. An Apple iPhone 8, first released in 2017, sells in the $250 to $300 range on various websites. Add the new battery, and you can get a fast phone with a great camera and the latest software for a steal. 
The Galaxy phones from just a few months ago have already seen a big price drop at $549, down $200 for the S10e. Better yet, pick up the S8, also from 2017, also in the $300 range, and you can get a fast phone with an expandable memory slot, which also negates one of the reasons people ditch their phones. They ran out of room. Pick up a hefty 32-gig memory card for $20 and you're set. Of course, more consumers than not were happy to pay the big bucks and get the latest and greatest. Ross Keston of Manhattan Beach, California, recently formed over a grand for Samsung Note 9 and said, quote, So far, I think I'm getting my money's worth. This Galaxy Note 9 is phenomenal, unquote. So, listeners, what do you guys think? New phone? Used phone? I We'd love to hear more from you. You can tweet Dusty and I. And you can also tweet Jefferson Graham, where he wants to hear from you, at Jefferson Graham. I mean, we know where we stand. Used, used, used. Renewed. We, we've never bought a used phone before. Oh. Our phones are always brand new. They just... They're just... I'm. Yeah, you're right. They're, they're just new, older but editions. they're older editions. That's exactly right. Yeah. So I guess I got confused about the new or old thing. But even that feels like it's not feasible anymore even like like the cheapest thing now is 750 is too much yeah i know what are we gonna do i mean i'm due for a new for a different phone sounds like we gotta buy some before those tariffs go into place though (laughs) and maybe before the new ios comes out yeah not this last weekend but the weekend before i mentioned that we went i went on a trip with some friends to louisville and they all made fun of me for my old phone too it's (laughs) becoming a real problem it's like (laughs) a status situation that if you don't have a if you don't have an iphone x then you're you're not cool but i'm I'm perfectly happy with my phone it works great like are you gonna shell out then like i will be surprised if you're willing to shell out a thousand dollars you don't have much choice either i'm not gonna spend hours and hours of my time investigating the best deal either so (laughs) and last today we've got the lightning fast headline roundup does dusty care about these stories in the slightest here we go Won't you be my text store neighbor? We explain the latest internet trend more than half of Americans have digital assistants only half Who's going to tell me what time it is unless I get one of those digital assistants? Yeah. It's like the most expensive clock in our house. (laughs) FedEx to end delivery partnership with Amazon. Uh Uh-oh. And before you knew it, FedEx was out of business. (laughs) Is your Sears or Kmart closing? See the list. There's still those things open? This is Marie Kondo's number one tip for organizing your refrigerator. I hope it's not that does it bring you joy tip because when I try that with the refrigerator, I just eat everything. (laughs) I hold it and then I eat it. (laughs) That's my relationship with food in the refrigerator too. Few places in America have a pristine night sky. Are we one of those places? I wouldn't know. I rarely go outside. (laughs) What it's like to swim wearing $199 AR goggles. I'm more interested in what it's like to sit on my couch wearing... 199 VR goggles. (laughs) Well, you don't have to wonder. Mm. You have it. Next week on I Tell My Husband the News, well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news. (laughs) I Tell My Husband the News is part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com. 
or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.